Joined now by Chris O'Leary from CFL.ca. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Hey, happy to be on. It's been a long time. Okay, so uh, let's start here. You know, I was just talking about, like, Rough Ride is making a lot of news, but they had a lot of news to make because they had a lot of openings and holes. The Elks in a different situation with Chris Jones. They did a lot of work early, quarterback specifically, uh, but they did make one big addition, and it is a big one and an important one in free agency in day number one in Javon League. Yeah, I think um, Javon Week is a, a huge pickup in any season, but um, I think especially for this Elks team that um, – just had this kind of um, incredible <laughs> kind of futility in the uh, in the return department. Uh, I mean, stretching back almost seven, eight years. I know they had the return touchdown last year that broke that streak, but um, you know, before that, I think uh, I think I was in attendance the last time that the Elks had had a, a return touchdown. It was Kendall Lawrence in I think 2015, and um, so it's a, a long-standing need to get kind of a dynamic returner, a proven entity. We we all saw what Javon Week did last year. And you know, I saw a lot of him in, in Toronto. I remember at the uh, the touchdown Atlantic game uh, against Saskatchewan, and um, I think his first three or four returns, you could just see it. He was in a zone, and he was he was gonna get to the end zone. So you could just sense that he was gonna break one off at, at some point. And he he had a few games like that last year, you know, kind of paving the way to uh, that most outstanding special teams player award win. And um, yeah, just I think like you said, he's he's such a, a big pickup. I think an important addition to that team. And um, yeah, just and, 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 and if you want to stick on special teams, just I think adding Boris Beattie as well. Um, yeah. You know, just, I, I think two really strong additions to special teams, and not that, not that the kickers I think have been entirely lacking over the last few years, but they uh, the Elks go into the season strong in special teams, which I think is something that you, you can't really say or haven't been able to say for a long time. And I think it's. Uh, such an important part of the, the, the game, an important part of any successful team is just to have that game-changing ability on, on specials. And I think they've finally kind of, kind of got that in place, both in the kicking and the returns part. It's easy to overlook, but, but you know, if, if you're an Elks fan, you know there were times that you were, uh, you know, starting on your seven, uh, and there were other times that, that maybe you, you could have contained and, and weren't able to get the opposition runner. It is, it is a very specific part of the game, and it's not the big part of the game, but it's vitally important. And even if there's the threat of ripping off a long run, it does change coverage and, and you know, maybe the, the style the opposition plays against you. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, you know, with, with Javon Leak, that's, that's what you get. I mean, you look at the – we were looking at the um, return – standings uh yesterday just as, as free agency was opening and and where edmonton was i believe they, they were dead last in in uh you know just basic an average kick return and uh and the argos were at you know the, the the front of that category i think just the entire season so um i mean the schemes will be different and you know it's not going to be just a, a plug and play sort of situation for for javon week in edmonton but the opportunity there you know he has the ability and uh, no, you're right. I, th- I think it, it totally changes how teams look at you. And you know, you think back, and like I don't want to harp too much on that that dry spell with just the, the lack of return touchdowns, but um, it's such an important part of the game. And, it, and you know, I think every team, every good team, has that uh, moment or moments like that throughout their season where the, that returner makes a difference for you, and, and you know, maybe wins you a game. And even if it's not a touchdown, it's uh, it's it's just you know, it is it's a big run, or it's it's just good position. It's just making the offense's job a little bit easier. And, um, yeah, it's uh, really you can't overstate how important of a pickup I think it was for for the Elks. Also important, I think that, you know, uh, he took a lot of heat when they signed McLeod Bethel-Thompson, did Coach Jones, but I've always believed that if you're going to coach the team, you have to coach it your way. you got to get your personnel. Everybody loves Trey Ford, but he's, you know, part of the team, growing with the team. 
they got a chance to get a 35-year-old guy who has been dominant in this league. Uh, and I, I, for me, if you're going to go, if you're going to go, go big and go with what you think can get you, you know, the farthest. Six four two twenty. I know he's thirty five, and I know we've talked about it. But when we're in free agency and we're talking about new additions, he really is the the marquee here in Edmonton. I think so, and. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of struggled with the, the signing just in, in the sense that I really loved watching Trey Ford last year, too. And I just I think he's such a dynamic, kind of just electric player. Uh, there are very few others like him uh, to, to watch him, but he, he is still young. And, um, you know, so he, he gets to learn from a very experienced quarterback that's kind of seen everything, uh, not just in the CFL, but I mean, you look at McLeod Bethel-Taunton's career. And it's just, um, I think I think I wrote something five or six years ago about this map just littered with thumbtacks in it, right? Whether it's the NFL, the USFL, um, maybe the Arena League, if, if I'm remembering correctly. He, he's been everywhere, um, finally settled into the CFL and, and found success there and, and, and led the Argos to a great cup. So, I mean, there, he's just a, a huge resource for someone like Trey Ford. And, you know, and I think... I look at just that duo, and I mean, a quarterback duo, I think, is so important in the CFL. I mean, starters get injured every single season. Every team goes through it. Um, I, I mean, you could argue that the, the Elks have the best quarterback duo in the league right now. Yeah. They, they complement each other very well, right? Like, yeah. Mac is um, he's big, he's tough, he's got a huge arm. Uh, he's not the most mobile guy. He's not looking to run. And then you have the complete opposite, in a sense, in, in Trey Ford, right, who can, um, who can scramble and, you know, probably makes coaches hold their breath when he drops back. 15, 20 yards looking for something and still can turn it into something, which I think is incredible. And, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe Winnipeg. Uh, I mean, you can make that argument that they have that, that strong QB duo now with Chris Trevler back there with, with Zach Kolaros. But, um, no, I think, I think Edmonton's in a, a really good spot at that quarterback position. And, you know, there, there might have been some um, bumps on the road and some learning curve for, for Trey Ford had he gone into the season just sort of as that unquestioned starter. So I think long-term this might be good for him. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, you know, it's what he wanted. I'm sure he wanted to, to play more, but it's. Um, I think. I think it's a, it's a really solid move, and um, I think. I think Mac brings a lot of stability to that position, and then as a duo, I mean that's a that's a really tough matchup for uh, for every defense in the league. AC Leonard out there at all with anybody? Because he's a guy that I know a lot of people listening right now are interested in knowing his destination. I haven't seen or heard um, anything about a, a destination for him yet. Um, I know Chris Jones had said, I, I believe yesterday that they'd still like to get him, um, even though it seemed like they've kind of um, had done the bulk of their free agency work. Um, but no, I, I, I think you're right. I think he's an impact player and uh, had a great season. Um, I mean, I, I really like watching him last year and just, you know, I thought he was such a good fit in uh, with, with the Elks, just even in terms of the trick plays that they ran for him, the, the receptions that he was able to catch this, the last year. Uh, I think he brings a lot. And um, yeah, I mean, and it, I mean, you look at, you look at that, that D-line position, and to me that's, still a question mark for that, that Elks team, right? Uh, they, they lost Jake Theresa in trading for Curly Gittins Jr. Um, him, and, uh, him and Leonard led tied for the team lead in, in sacks last year, with, I think with 12 each. Uh, it's, it's a big hole to fill, and um, you, know, you, you know that Leonard fits there. So I, I'd like to see something work out. I don't, I don't know how it's going to go, but um, yeah, I think, uh, I think Leonard's got lots in the tank, and you know, I think he can, can provide that to, uh, to somebody. I, I'm one of those people in the world. I, 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 the quarterback is vital. We saw that just in the Super Bowl, and we see it every year in the CFL in the Grey Cup game. 
uh, and you want both lines to be strong. But the Canadians in the CFL are vitally important. So when I look at the the acquisition of uh, Curly Gittens, uh, and I know that Serezna went the other way, but I yeah. think uh, we're talking about a guy who uh, has some upside and some growth opportunity. I like the move. I don't like the price tag, but I like the move. Uh, and he's, you know, this this is a guy's 26, got some football left in. And what did you think of that deal? Um, I mean, I, I, I know where you're coming from too, because I, I like Serezna a lot, and I think you need that um, that presence on the D-line, right? And, and now to me, that's, Kind of the question mark going into the season, which kind of seems crazy to, to attach to a Chris Jones team, uh, just just kind of historically knowing knowing what he's about as a as a coach and a GM. But um, I I kind of I, I love what Curly Gittins brings, and you know he, he's a guy that I've seen a lot in Toronto. He had a, a great year with McLeod Bethel Thompson in 2022, um, and like you said, 26. To me, he's he's a player that, when healthy, uh, which he was not last year, um, when healthy, I think is someone that could be in the conversation for outstanding Canadian every single year. And, um, you know, he, he's just kind of entering into his, his prime as an athlete. So I think he's, he's got a lot in front of him as long as he can stay healthy. And for now he's got a quarterback that, um, you know, he, he's had a lot of success with. And um, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I, th- I think it helps. And, you know, you look at the, the receiver depth now that the, the Elks have. And, um, you know, I, th- I think Curly's a, a big part of that. He adds flexibility to the, to the roster as well, just being a, a Canadian and, um, yeah, it hurts to lose Ceresna, but I, I think you get a lot there with Curly. Final one for you, Chris O'Leary, is this. I know Saskatchewan did well in free agency, some other teams as well. I thought Montreal did interesting things. Mm-hmm. But I still think by retaining the people they retained, that Winnipeg probably won free agency uh, just because they could get all those guys back. That's funny. I was, I was talking with uh, one of our comms people in, in the CFL office uh, just before we got on the phone about about that. And, um to me, this was um, Winnipeg's probably most challenging offseason in, in the last four or five years, right? And you look at what they did, right? They, they, and going into, coming out of that great cup loss, I mean, there were so many question marks over the entire organization, and they had to resign Kyle Walters. They, they got him. They got his staff back. Um, you know, the, he, I think he knew there would be losses. I think this is the most affected they're going to be in free agency this year compared to the out of the last four or five that they've, they've kind of been this dominant presence in the league. But uh, no, you're right. I mean, to get uh, Brady Oliveira, to get Dalton Schoen back under contract before free agency, um, you know, you, you lose uh, Jamarcus Hardrick. But, uh, you know, I, I think there's there's enough kind of internal development there. Uh, their scouting is strong. You can't forget that. I mean, they, they found Dalton Schoen. We didn't know who he was three years ago. Um, I don't doubt that they'll still be a great team. And, uh, you know, given the challenges that were around them, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they, they've done very well in free agency. I think even though they didn't announce anything yesterday, I think it's been uh, an, an excellent offseason for them. And I, I think they're, uh, they're still going to be a tough team in 2024. Chris O'Leary, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Good talking with you. All right. Chris O'Leary, CFL.ca.